This is VOA News. I'm Alexis Strope. President Joe Biden suggests that there could be a truce in Gaza soon. Israel and Hamas, however, indicate that no deal is forthcoming. VOA's Rick Pantaleo has more. President Biden said that Israel has agreed to pause its offensive during the upcoming Muslim holy month of Ramadan if a deal is reached to release some of the hostages held by Hamas. I hope by the beginning of the weekend. I'm at the end of the weekend. My, my national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday we'll have a ceasefire. On Tuesday, Israel and Hamas have both downplayed the idea that a breakthrough was at hand. Talks to pause the fighting are said to have gained momentum recently and were underway Tuesday. And an official deadline for a deal to be reached is said to be the beginning of Ramadan, which should be about March 10th. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. A top EU official calls for a new defense industry strategy with locally made arms at its heart. AP correspondent Karen Shamus reports. Laying out her vision of the new strategy to members of the European Parliament in Strasbourg, France, European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said, And the risks of war should not be overblown, but they should be prepared for. And that starts with the urgent need to rebuild, replenish, modernize member states' armed forces. Europe must spend more, spend better, spend European. The Russian invasion has exposed glaring weaknesses in Europe's arms manufacturing capacities. Reluctant to invest in staff and equipment without firm orders, the defense industry has been slow to ramp up production, most notably of the artillery shells that Ukraine so badly needs. I'm Karen Chamas. You'll find expanded coverage of world news and events at our website, voanews.com, 24 hours a day. This is VOA News. A spokesperson says the funeral for Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, who died earlier this month in a remote Arctic penal colony, will take place on Friday in Moscow after several locations denied to host the service. VOA's Tommy McNeil reports. It's reported that the funeral will be held at a church in Moscow's southeast Mariino district Friday afternoon. The burial is set to be at a nearby cemetery. Navalny died in mid-February in one of Russia's harshest penal facilities. Russian authorities said the cause of his death at age 47 is still unknown. Many Western leaders have said they hold Russian President Vladimir Putin responsible for his death. Tommy McNeil, VOA News. The British government is stepping up security for lawmakers after politicians reported threats and intimidation connected to the Israel-Hamas war. The Home Office said Wednesday that a 31 million pound fund will give every lawmaker, quote, a dedicated named police contact. It also will provide money for those facing threats to pay for private security protection. Tensions over the conflict in Gaza have convulsed British politics. Reports of both anti-Semitic and anti-Muslim abuse in Britain have soared since the conflict began. However, anti-war act activists claim the government is trying to stifle protest and lumping peaceful demonstrators in with violent extremists. As global rice prices soar, a once cheap staple ingredient is becoming increasingly unaffordable for many people in Indonesia, Reuters' Julian Satterway reports. Costs for the grain have jumped close to 16-year highs after India, the world's top supplier, restricted exports last year amid tight supplies. The El Nino weather phenomenon has also reduced rainfall across much of Asia, hitting output of cereals. That has sparked inflation for many foodstuffs, with rice up 16% over the past year. Indonesia's government has stepped in to help shoppers. 
At this state-subsidized market, rice sells for around a quarter less than normal. An official says that's a response to local demands, with people saying rice is increasingly expensive and hard to find. Jillian Satterway from Reuters. Widespread strikes in Greece have halted trains and ferries in protest time to coincide with the anniversary of a deadly rail crash a year ago. Greece's deadliest rail disaster killed 57 people when a passenger train slammed into an oncoming cargo train. The tragedy shocked the country, with many of the victims being university students. Public transport services in Athens were disrupted by Wednesday's strike as unions pressed demands to further dismantle wage controls imposed during the 2010 to 2018 financial crisis. Relatives of the rail disaster victims gathered Wednesday at the scene of the crash for a memorial service as church bells across the country were rung 57 times to honor the dead. I'm Alexis Strope, VOA News.